Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to talk to you about a new development in the test prep world, the digital SAT, which will be rolled out in spring of 2024. Internationally, they have already rolled it out and the PSAT this year will be digital. In today's episode, I want to share some quick facts about the digital SAT, such as format and scoring, and some of my general observations after looking through some of the exam. A little bit about myself. I'm a former admission reader for a top 20 university, and I've been a college counselor for the past 13 years. I work with students around the country one-on-one virtually, whether it's helping them with their college applications or teaching them the ACT or SAT. The college admission landscape has changed so much even in the last three years, and my goal is to empower students during this intricate process. So as most of you are aware, the digital SAT is a lot shorter. So the paper version was 100 minutes long, which included the reading and the grammar. Now it's going to be 64 minutes, which includes reading and grammar. And the 64 minutes, it's going to be broken down into two modules. So module one, which will be 32 minutes, and another module, which would be 32 minutes. And it combines reading and grammar together. So all in all, it's 54 questions total for reading and grammar, whereas in the paper-based version, it was a total of 96 questions. So when students take their practice test, the paper version, a remark they would often make is how tired they were after taking the reading and grammar sections. So what would happen is they would make silly mistakes because they were just mentally exhausted, which was very understandable. So the shorter exam format seems very appealing, but something I want to look out for is how the SAT will evolve over time after they released the first exam in 2024. So more on this later towards the end of the podcast. So something that came to mind was I was wondering how was this test going to be scored? Because whether it's the AP exam or any standardized test, I thought it would be important to see how the scoring actually takes place. So just some quick facts. You won't lose points for guessing or for leaving a question blank. And as most of you know, this test is adaptive, which is the biggest change. So from what I read in the college board, this is what it stated. The difficulty level and other qualities of each question, as well as whether the student goes, gets the question right or wrong, are taken into account when calculating a student's score. So there seems to be a little bit of a mystery there in terms of how exactly they they're going to compute the score. But from what I've seen in practice exams that they've already least released, you're going to get a range, at least in the practice exam. So you'll have an idea of what you'll likely score on the real exam. So I did a quick check. So if I miss 10 questions for reading and writing in module one and module two, because remember the digital has two modules. If I miss 10 questions total from both of those modules, I'll end up with a 660, 680 range. And then if I miss 10 math questions, in module one and module two, I'll, my range would be 650 to 680. And another point that um, they made was, and this was according to the College Board, a score of 1050, for example, on the digital SAT will correspond to a score of 1050 on the paper and pencil SAT. So that means you can still use the SAT-ACT concordance table with the digital SAT scores. 
So I wanted to talk about content now. So I downloaded a online version of the test, which I did by going to the app store and I had to type in College Board Blue Book. And from there, I was able to download a educator version of the exam. And in terms of the screen experience, I thought it was pretty seamless and very intuitive. Um, my favorite feature was the annotation feature. So you could highlight, write notes, you could click on a button if you want to review the problem later. In general, the screen experience, it was it was great. And I thought because there's less content on the page, I think it would be a big benefit for the students because they don't have to feel as overwhelmed, in my opinion. Because as I mentioned earlier, a lot of students just felt really mentally exhausted when they had to read through close to 100 minutes of verbal passages and English passages before taking the math exam. In terms of content from the digital to the paper-based version, I saw a lot of similarities. In terms of questions, they were just shorter, which obviously makes sense. I'm seeing that for the reading section and for the grammar section. So if you were studying for the paper version, it feels like a seamless study experience if you're transitioning into the digital. In terms of differences, I saw vocabulary questions in the form of sentence completion. So for a little bit of context, in March 2016, the SAT changed their format to what you see right now, which is the paper version. But before 2016, it was a much longer exam with longer sections and there were sentence completions. And in those sentence completions, they would have quite a few hard vocabulary words from the old version. So I'm going to look for how many hard vocabulary words will students get. From the ones I'm seeing on the release practice questions, the vocabulary words seem pretty straightforward. I'm also seeing more questions from texts written in 1906, 1910, old passages that somewhat irk test takers for the paper-based version, but from what I'm seeing on the release practice exams for the digital version, they don't. these questions don't seem overly tricky even though they have archaic language. So even though there are a lot of overlap so far in terms of questions, I'm also seeing new questions on the SAT. So that's something that I'll have to prepare for when teaching students for the digital version of the SAT. In terms of math, I wanna see if the questions will get harder since it is adaptive and to what extent will it get harder. So to conclude, I wanna start observing what tweaks the SAT test makers are going to make. The reason why I say that is if history is any indicator, I mentioned before when the SAT changed its format in 2016, I started to see little tweaks here and there over time. So again, for context in 2016, March, 2016, when the new format that you're currently seeing started, they had released four exams, just like they did for the digital version. And over time, they released more test questions. And if you compare the 2016 exams to the current version, current exams that's been released, there's some noticeable differences. Not a whole lot, but there's some subtle differences. So for example, in, when, in 2016, they had 
a certain question type called the, I call it the relevant detail question. I saw that a few times in the beginning, but I didn't see it as much over time. So I'm looking to see if the SAT digital version, the compared to the ones that I'm seeing right now in terms of the release questions, will they be changing it a little bit, tweaking it? And to what extent will they be tweaking it? And I'm also going to be looking out for how hard the questions are going to be since it is adaptive. So the more questions you get right, the students will get harder questions. So I hope this was informative and stay tuned. I will be updating posts regularly on the digital SAT based on what I'm seeing. And if you want to get in touch, my contact information will be in the description box. Thank you so much for listening.